0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of The Great Transignation. Mm. Uh, I am Jack. You are Miles. Yep. That short show title, courtesy of you.
1: No, no, it was from the Discord.
0: Oh.
1: I mean, I want to say Johnny Davis, but in my mind, that's what I'll just default to all the time. And who would have known it's Johnny Davis?
0: Johnny Davis. JD. Johnny davis er Okay. Cool. Yeah. See, I can give (laughs) nicknames, too.
1: yeah just like trump real cool guy (laughs) uh
0: cool all right well here's some things that are trending Uh, red states are continuing to attack lgbtq plus rights the texas governor abbott Mm -hmm. is directing state agencies to investigate some transgender medical treatments uh, as child abuse
1: yeah and also even like having like school officials like be on the hunt for kids they suspect are trans in order to like find out if the parents are doing any kind of gender affirming treatment, uh, to separate them from their families. It's complete. I, I'm speechless. Like how utterly fucked up it is. And it goes along and we'll talk about this a little bit in tomorrow's episode, but you know, there's these don't say gay bills that, uh, started in Florida and are kind of spreading across the country, um, that are essentially made to, just completely erase the, the, the existence of gay people, uh, whether that's, like, the students at the school or their parents. Um, the bill... What it, as
0: it, yeah, what does that mean? Like, how does it work? Don't say gay... I don't say gay So, though.
1: broadly, right, the language in the bill said, you know, like, teachers would, quote, quote, may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age-appropriate or developmentally developmentally appropriate for students. And it's broad in order to also make it so that parents can sue the school district for damages and attorney's fees. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason they want to do this is quote, to reinforce the fundamental right of parents to make decisions regarding upbringing and control of their children. Right. Um, This is like against a backdrop already where uh, LGBTQ youth are already, you know, facing just, disproportionate levels of suicide and suicidal ideation to then say, this is the thing. What we want to do is now bring it to the parents' attention that this child is, you know, uh you know, gay or lesbian, whatever it is. They just be like, well, that's a, we got to let them know. And also don't talk about it. The other thing was there was a provision in the bill that was going to prevent parent, uh, prevent school officials from telling parents if they felt that it would bring any kind of harm or, safety danger to the child then in like an update they were like no actually we're gonna change it so that the school must inform the children or must inform the parents about the child in an environment that they said is supportive and judgment-free okay good luck with something like that um you know and then they did another thing they said ah just kidding we're not gonna do that that they have to force forcibly out children uh, we're not going to do that. But again, that's that's like the ebb and flow of these kinds of really terrible fucked up bills we've seen is you go with the most fucked up version first, then take one piece out. So it looks like, eh, look, now you this this total, uh you know, hateful bill is just slightly more palatable because now we're not going to force parents or force school officials to out kids to their parents.
0: And then by making it broad, you make it so that teachers face like legal repercussions for even like being open. So the alternative is to be like oppressive with any discussion.
1: Yeah. Put people in the closet. Don't talk about it. And again, yeah. erode any, you know, if gay people don't exist, then they don't have real problems that need to be discussed and don't need empathy or understanding. Right. Um. And just like with this, like bill, like aimed at trans kids and and their parents, it's just part of a decades long Campaign to dehumanize people and go back to this like really regressive fucking like idea that things are making kids gay, right? And that's you know that that's what it all boils down to. um So it you know there's already so I'm who knows what's going to happen after this if you know Abbott's like actually no we're going to do this slightly less fucked up version where you know only in a very narrow way are we going to make people snitches on each other in their community kind of like orwell anyway i don't know what do i know
0: yeah the i mean there are two trends right there's the uh, this seems to be like going after kids in the context of lgbtqia rights puts people i think i think it must test well because it puts like conservative people in a thing like you stay away from my kids right um but then yeah then why do
1: you coming for your kids
0: right and also the, the deputizing of people in in Texas is very right, Orwellian and strange, but also seems to be like after that was a, I think, abject failure on the, well, no, I guess it wasn't an abject failure on the abortion uh, ban, right? Because they did see a huge, like statistically very significant drop in people seeking abortions in Texas. So yeah. I guess this is their new way of doing it. It's like, I don't know, it's up to you guys, but we got your back. We only got one side's back.
1: There was like this, I feel this writer in Slate, like recently was talking about like maybe we need to be making more concessions to the right. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's the answer. What are you talking about? No. The fuck are you to to put more people in harm's way? That's not a concession. Like, a concession isn't something that is going to just absolutely, uh, drastically negatively affect someone's life or their ability to live safely but mm-hmm. yeah uh, go off uh opinion piece writer and
0: M- the new york city's mta is testing doors on subway stations is that right
1: yes like to, to actually have like safety doors like so you don't just have the track right there
0: oh okay
1: yeah like in asia you have that in a lot of or in a lot of other places that have like mass transit you have like you actually have doors that would like prevent you from getting near the track until the train is actually there. Some are like sort of gates that are waist high that have like, you know, doors that open and close alongside the actual subway doors. And then some are like fully walled off. So like it's impossible to access the track um, unless, you know, you somehow sneak in between the subway car and the doors and the the train takes off. Um, But I mean, when you look at uh, the the like the murders that have happened and people being shoved onto the train tracks and things like that. Yeah, a lot of people look like yeah, isn't that just like the bare minimum of technology you need? But I get that. Like in a place like New York and most American cities, you're probably like, there's aren't there other things that would right. kind of immediately help people? Like, granted, this is a this is something that should should be there. Uh, but what does that mean in terms of like support for? Uh, people in actual need right Um, and i guess that's probably a win for the you know the city because they can act like well we're trying to do something to keep people safe it's just not the thing that's going to lift people out of poverty in fact the the company that's developing these doors they got a sweet deal
0: yeah it's a it's a good reminder of you know we, we talk and think a lot about the influence that Um, politicians have over the media and like corporations have over politicians. But it's also like you you can just see the people in political office reading news stories and coming up with this idea, like just like looking at the front page of the, you know, New York Post or whatever and just Mm -hmm. seeing like sensational story. And yeah, I mean, obviously I'm for. Safety around trains, but it seems like it's just what what the media covers is what gets funded.
1: Right. It's not. uh People are fleeing cities because rent is as absolutely ridiculous. And for people who don't exist, uh right. I don't know how rents this high, but wages at a certain level and expect some anything to function. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is a little bit. It's it's so funny to me because like when I'm in Japan, I'm always like if I'm at a train station that doesn't have it, I'm like, they are fucking behind what's going on here. Like y'all we've talked about this. Um, and that's because a lot of people were, you know, taking their lives like at train stations. And I think there were many reasons why they had to sort of accelerate the process of doing that. But you look at, you know, something like New York where it's such a huge reliance on that kind of subway system yet. Look, we, we've all seen the memes about the MTA, but,
0: yeah Hmm. um queen elizabeth dead was has been trending a
1: lot of people searching for that um the answer no
0: okay this recording
1: yeah uh but i think a lot of people took her covid diagnosis and then like the fact that she had you know the first like the 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 word out of the palace was that you know she's she's fine she has mild flu symptoms and she will continue to work I don't know what that means. Does she (laughs) clock in and she does like data entry or something? Uh, She can do the data entry from her bed. She's totally built for it. And then (laughs) she likes. then she canceled a couple functions and then people like, oh no, no. And then, of course, the internet does what it does. And I think it was like Hollywood Unlocked or some like fucking blog posted some shit asking the question. And then that just went. Mm hmm.
0: All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back and uh, let you know whether Queen Elizabeth is dead yet. Yep. And we're back. Still not dead. Still alive. Still alive. Still alive. Hanging in um, there. Thanks, Beth. Teflon Don trending. Yeah. Uh, because... Does seem like all the, all those financial crimes that I think a lot of the neo-lib people had their heart set on being the ultimate downfall of Donald Trump might not uh, might not ultimately hold water.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's kind of they think deflating for people like okay maybe they'll they got they had they got Alan Weiselberg the CFO maybe they're playing hardball with him. There's a lot of like talk about what's happening. A lot of people are just kind of like, what the fuck happened? Like, is did he get to the DA or something like that? And a lot of people point out like there were a few different things happening with this uh, case. Um, And one was that like the uh, some of the some of the prosecutors were not playing like hardball as much as they could have with like Alan Weisselberg. And thinking like oh this guy he's like he's not going to turn he's not going to flip so like they were kind of they didn't charge his sons which a lot of people were like that could be on the table and that could be you know and early on when they said oh they're also looking at charges for alan Weis- weisselberg's kids a lot of people thought oh well then maybe he'll he doesn't want to see that he'll flip that didn't actually happen uh and then now the new d.a Comes in and is just sort of like, uh, not sure what to do with this case at this point. A lot of momentum has been lost and some things have didn't go right uh, along the way. So I don't know. Are
0: there other cases like this was there were massive. Yeah, this is like the
1: civil case. There's still dude. He's still got the one in Georgia for the vote uh, for, you know, leaning on the election officials there. There's 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 many Cases right is but they said um, this is
0: the main one or on like all his yeah because financial... a lot of this
1: was like you know dealing with a lot of like the dubious financial practices of right the Trump which organization. they were never
0: gonna make a uh, stick because that is what all the rich people in new york and around america get away with so mm-hmm. that's that's never gonna be the thing that they use to put them away um yeah it's fortunately not not that many rich people are uh guilty of trying to overturn a presidential election uh, after the fact
1: i I think the other thing that a lot of people point to is potentially you know i don't know it could be bad news is like all the the, uh confidential like restricted top secret documents he was just like hanging on to at mar-a-lago like a lot of people like that's there's a pretty direct line to you can't have that shit outside of like a, a authorized facility uh, and because like that poses threats to national security, so maybe, but again, like we said, with all these cases that pop up, we'll believe it when we see it because yeah. you know, this legal system has a real, it works in mysterious ways in that it will protect white men. So,
0: yeah, Tom Hardy's trending because a new book has come out about the making of Mad Max Fury Road, and okay. apparently. The uh, disagreements, the iciness that was reported on set between Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron was no joke. It was they, they did not like each other. One of the days that stuck out to everybody was a day in, in which call was set at eight o'clock. Charlize got there right at eight o'clock, sat in the war rig, knowing that which is just a cool statement sat in the war rig uh knowing that tom was never going to be there at eight apparently he did not show up uh in the morning (laughs) which apparently i like you hear that about like jack nicholson too like it didn't matter what time you set for uh the person to show up like he just wasn't like the the entire filming of like movies had to just be like changed altered because they were like ah no i don't like to wake up sorry um But anyways, when he finally showed up three hours late, she jumps out of the war rig, starts swearing her head off at him, um, and screaming at him how disrespectful. Then he ran up to her and said, what'd you say to me? Um, And it got to a place where it was kind of out of hand. There was a sense that maybe uh, sending a woman producer down could maybe equalize some of it, uh, Charlize Theron said. Um, And yeah, it sounds like a real... Real nightmare, Tom Hardy admits, in hindsight, I was in over my head in many ways. Uh, The pressure on both of us was overwhelming at times. What she needed was a better, perhaps more experienced partner in me. I'd like to think that now that I'm older and uglier, I could rise to that occasion.
1: Oh, we love that little attempt at self-deprecation there, Tom.
0: But also it's a weird thing because it makes it seem like I was too pretty to be like considerate of, I don't know. Anyways. Anyway, hold on. So
1: he's born in 77. Mad oh, Max he? Fury Road is was made in 2015.
0: It's 38. Sir.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? 38? <laughs> and he can't get up before fucking. The fuck are you noon. talking about, Tom Hardy? I hey, mean, you
0: know, it was uh I was I was a kid.
1: I know you're my birthday twin and all, but family the get your shit together that yeah. that pisses me off though too like people have no fucking respect for everybody's time that's like the most selfish fucking shit you can do especially in a production the fucking amount of like work that the crew has to do just for you to fucking drag the day three hours behind schedule uh you fucking idiot you scumbag <laughs> i love that defense maybe if i was a little bit older and now i'm a little uglier
0: you know what I'm I'll saying? I'll learn my lesson. But not very ugly. Still a very handsome person. People still
1: love my lips. Check out my, check out these, look at them.
0: Mm.
1: All right. Hardy. Oh,
0: I, I like to hide them from you, but it was so I could do the big reveal. Wow. <laughs> look at this. Look at the kisser. Anyways, that movie turned out great. There's a lot of movies like that where everybody hated each other and the movie turned out great.
1: Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows. <laughs> look, the audience doesn't know you guys fucking hated each other. Come on
0: now. I just went back and watched Babe. That movie fucking rules. Um, Babe. The
1: pig? La yeah, la la la. Same,
0: same filmmaker. Uh what's his name? <laughs> George right. Miller. He he made like all the Mad Max movies. Uh, Happy Feet, Babe. This is just a just a, a guy. Guy makes good movies. Just the guy um, who figured it out. March TV. A uh, bunch of big shows coming. Who the dropout about the Elizabeth Holmes Theranos debacle? Um Peacock's Joe versus Carol, uh, which delves back into the Tiger King mania. I have no interest in that. I do I have I like managed to miss a lot of the um Elizabeth Holmes content. I feel like this is going to be the one that I'm uh that I'm gonna finally dig in. Is it
1: dramatic, in. the Hulu one?
0: Yeah, it's dramatic. It's also written by uh the creator of New Girl. Um, so it's like gonna be i think have funny moments too um netflix is big mouth and prime videos the boys serve up animated spin i'm sorry i didn't really uh know about those before reading that sentence but the big (laughs) one that uh (laughs) the big one that i'm this guy
1: reads anything on the prompter
0: yeah the big one i'm excited about is the uh winning time which i kept calling the showtime series uh but they they did not call it that even though that's what the Lakers' '80s uh, run was known as Showtime Lakers. Um, unfortunately, it's on HBO uh, and therefore not not a fit for that title. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a HBO Max series that a lot of people, at least in LA, and a lot of basketball fans have been pretty excited about. It's produced by Adam McKay. Uh, it's based on a book that was apparently really good. Showtime. Uh the book is called Showtime Magic Kareem Riley and the Los Angeles Lakers dynasty of the nineteen eighties. Um Look,
1: John C. Riley is Dr. Bus. Say less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wanna see this. I am I'm, I'm really curious to see it. And full disclosure, you know, uh Sophie Alexandra, uh, her husband is behind that show. Yeah. And so I've always been like, tell me things. And she's like, I don't know anything. I just know they are shooting at the forum. And I'm like, Good, okay, that's good, because they did play at the forum like to know that but they have to like shoot it differently because it's not a basketball it's like not a sports venue anymore
0: they truly nailed the magic johnson casting like yeah yeah and uh apparently they nailed the kareem casting i don't think anybody could play Kareem in a movie other than kareem i think they should have just cast kareem abdul-jabbar yeah and i would have been like 65 year old Kareem. great yeah
1: looks great Yeah. yeah he's
0: doing that yoga smoking that weed uh yeah exactly there's also this one that uh kind of bumped me when I saw it cuz it's a uh NBC show, like a network miniseries, but it seems like a prestige show. It's called The Thing About Pam starring oh, yeah. Renee Zellweger. When I saw it I was like, "Wait, how is this on on network TV?" Um but apparently it's based on an NBC podcast. Uh, or a Dateline NBC podcast and a Dateline NBC show, so they were like, "Why don't we try our hand at this prestige television thing?" Um, so we'll see.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be on full on network NBC. Yeah. Oh I, wow! Good for them. I'm sure
0: it'll also be on Peacock. Uh, but Picoque! yeah,
1: that makes uh, yeah. I, I I saw like a tra- a teaser for it, and I was like, "This looks like a show from not NBC at all." Um, so. School. yeah i know peacock they're 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 an nbc they're looking for a hit because I, I saw there's a report that like the peacock subscriber numbers like weren't as high as they should be so looking for um, a hit get you a hit
0: jared Leto and Anne hathaway team up as we work founder adam newman and his wife for uh apple tv plus's poorly named we crashed okay um, Come up with a better name, workshop that a little bit better. But uh, I'm interested in that story as well. And then uh, can't not mention Moon Knight from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is Oscar Isaac playing a character named Moon Knight. Uh, I cannot not mention it because super producer Joelle Monique would be pissed if I did not. There you uh, go. But also, she really has high expectations for it. And she is not wrong about much. So, yeah.
1: Oh, that was, I know, like, one of the actors, like, died tragically in a skiing accident, like, last month.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. But uh-huh. so that's how, sadly, that's how it, I'm not, I'm, yeah, people know I'm notoriously uh, ignorant about the MCU, but oh, I saw but that. But big and, on
0: like, skiing oh. accidents. You stay, yeah. you keep up to date on those. Gotcha. Uh,
1: it's gotta wear a helmet, folks.
0: The, the trailer for this show, I was like, wait, why is this not a movie? So that's a, that's a good sign, I would say. <laughs> like, why are you using Oscar Isaac? Use Jack's
1: patented movie critiquing scale. Wait, why is this not a movie? (laughs) (laughs) This was rated, why isn't this a movie by Jack O'Brien? So it's going to be good.
0: I also say that about the masked singer and the voice every time I watch it. Though, (laughs) So you should know know that.
1: When Rudy Giuliani was revealed, I was like, why (laughs) (laughs) is this a movie? And John walked off.
0: All right. Those are some of the things that are trending yeah oh, i'm sorry i missed so sometimes i don't pay attention to the chat as as we're doing the recording but super producer anna hosnier said that apparently tom hardy spit an army hammer's face during auditions uh which okay another good another cool thing okay, for tom yeah. hardy um and then super producer brian was just listing movie names he said aliens which is a beast
1: aliens i think was a movie where people hated each other
0: ah uh, yeah yeah ripley hated that alien that's for damn sure um and then we called her a bitch
1: it's like whoa (laughs) easy. she was not nice relax can we get a female producer in here to kind of level things out
0: which is eastwick was a nicholson movie where he wouldn't show up on time had hemorrhoids the whole time openly talked about them also a george miller movie Uh, there it is there you go uh all right those are the things that are trending <laughs> we're back tomorrow with the whole last episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye